There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Mizzy Bender on the Sinners Network. And here we go with another educator. Maddie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Would you like to tell everybody what your specialty is? I uh, tie people, put them in suspension. I do most things in rope. In most things in rope. So let let me give you guys a small background. So we're currently recording live from Ladies Wicked Playgrounds. And we had come to Miss Lady's birthday party in September. And we had gotten here on a Friday night and it was a it was a crazy long travel and Spencer and I were kind of just like chilling on the couch outside and I literally I'm pretty sure I was almost sleeping to this point and Maddie had come sit, sit you know sat down and my inquisitive mind started to go and I probably asked her 9,000 questions about you know her history about world work all these different things because everybody if you've been paying attention is one of my fascinations and I've always wanted to go into harness, try rope work. I never really thought about suspension before, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was really engaged in listening to what you had to say. And uh, you answered a lot of my questions. Was it too much? No. Because it it was a lot. I feel like it was a lot. (laughs) Not at all. Um, And and, and so, you know, because we had such great conversation, the idea came up of doing the podcast. And then from the podcast, you know, we get together this weekend and Maddie and I see each other on Friday night and she says, I have this really great idea. In order for you to get a really great experience and to have a great podcast content um, episode, why don't we do a rope, why don't we do rope work so you could get the full thing? And I was like, oh my God, this is freaking brilliant. And I didn't really know what to think. So now leading into all of this, what was your thoughts about, you know, doing the podcast, doing the suspension? Like, were you like, is it a lot to think through for you from your side? Or you're kind of just like, oh, this is going to be another fun night for me. It's just going to be another uh, another fun night. Yeah. It's always nice to put new people up. Because yeah. that they're gaining an experience. Mm-hmm that they don't normally get Mm -hmm. so and like with you you you'd never been in rope Mm -hmm. and you got to get in the air and have some fun with it yeah now we did from what I understand you were saying that the harness I went into was kind of like one of the simpler forms right the harness you were yeah it's a hands-free it's a hands-free okay so what does that actually mean for those that are listening so normally in uh, in rope, you do something called a box tie or a tacotacate, and your arms are behind your back, mm. and your arms are not engaged. You are actually your arms are actually tied down to your body. Mm-hmm. And to clarify, we didn't actually tie my hands back, but no. you did put me in that position at some point in time where you kind of swooped yes. my arms back and, and yes. placed me that way. And before she goes forward, that was one of the moments that allowed me to go into a separate space, you know, because last, it it was kind of difficult. Now I said I wouldn't do it again, but I've been 
thinking about it differently because when we were starting the rope work, it was more because I'm gonna say it was for science. Like I was, I was intrigued by it, but I really wanted to go through the process. And because of that, I was watching how you were doing the ropes. I was paying attention because I was like, I want to learn this. And since this is my time, you know, for the podcast, like I want to see it. But at the same time, I really, there were moments where I'm like, I need to kind of slip away from that and kind of breathe and just go through the movement. And, you know, and so that was, that was one of the critical moments where that had happened. And so when your hands went behind you. Yes. Yeah. Because there was something that went on, you know, by that point in time, I think I was like already stretched kind of you know, all the way up. And when you had put placed me back there, not that it was an uncomfortable feeling, but it almost sort of was in, in a way where like my body wasn't used to doing that. I wasn't used to being upside down. I certainly wasn't used to having the rope and it was not tied tight, but you felt secure, right. you know? So if you get, if you imagine what that secure feeling is like, that's what I'm trying to describe. And so, you know, so when my hands went behind my back, I was like, you know what, at this moment I feel really vulnerable. And that was like when I really had to give myself to the moment of like, you know what, don't think for a second and let yourself be completely um, like open-minded, you know, and let everything go. And because of that, I think I I slipped into like, I I can't really explain what had happened, but that was kind of what was going on. We call it subspace. Is that, yeah. It's like you get all floaty. Yeah, yeah. And I think that actually, I think that that's the part that kind of tweaked me too, because shortly thereafter, we did have to get me out of it. And so I don't really know what happened there. And I don't know if it made me nervous for a second or what, but I couldn't regroup sort of. And I was trying, but it didn't work. (laughs) That's okay. You know, I mean, uh, people, when they've never been in rope, the body is saying like, oh, I I don't know what to do with this mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily painful. No, it's not there's painful. There's pressure. Yes. But there's not like pain. Yeah. But pain comes in like forms of um, really difficult positions, mm-hmm. like putting someone in a twist or yeah. a torsion. And I could see that. So, you know, so you also mentioned that maybe you pushed me a little bit, not pushed me, but took me a little bit further than yes. you would normally with the first. Now, tell me why. you're doing so well. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, tell you me about that thought process. So, I've tied a lot of people before, yeah. and I've tied a lot of new people, and sometimes I just have to go on what my gut is and how far that I can take them. Mm-hmm. If I'm not sure if they can handle something, I generally don't do that. But you were doing so well, and you had your hands over your head, and you were doing beautifully. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I took it a little bit further than I would normally take mm-hmm. it on a new person. Yeah. Because you were handling it so well. Now, when you say like handling it so well, what would be some red flags that would somebody would not be handling it well? Um, so if they have any kind of numbness in their hands, which can happen, mm-hmm. um, or if they get really dizzy or they start to get... Uh, do you know what a vasovagal reaction is? No. So vasovagal is like if you're going to pass out, you start to sweat, you get you, oh, ringing you in your ears. start to see like... Well, the person says, I don't feel good, I'm mm-hmm. a little queasy, and those are the types of things that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for in them, I'm feeling your skin. Like when I was touching you, I'm touching you to see if your skin is clammy and mm-hmm. cold, are you doing okay? Really? I'm feeling, I'm not only giving you sensation, yes. but I'm also taking in information as yes. well because it's my responsibility to keep the, the bottom that is in rope 
safe. Yes. Now, oh, that's super fascinating. I want to go back to that, but I also, before we go forward, sometimes I stop and I ask people, what exactly does it mean that you're bottoming and topping? For those that are just listening for the first time, like, can you explain what top and bottom means? So a top would be the person that is in control of the scene, uh, regardless of if it's impact and they're doing floggers or if they're doing rope. Mm -hmm. They are the ones that are controlling the other individual, the one being tied. Mm -hmm. So to be a bottom is uh, to, to be somewhat rather submissive, mm -hmm. depending upon what has been negotiated. I say, okay. Um, or to just enjoy the process. Yeah. Because it's interesting, you know, like when people talk about it, they're like, oh, I bottomed for her before. And I'm like, but what are they actually saying? And like, how does that scenario actually come about that you're like, oh, I'm your bottom? So I guess in this scenario, I'm your bottom in that, right? Right. You're yeah, just but... submitting in that moment. Mm -hmm. And then when it's all over, you get to go back to being who you yeah. are. And I get to be being back to who I am. Yeah. And I'm not going to go... Mizzy, go over there and get me a cup of water. Right. It was in that particular moment right. that we were in this just like remarkable moment. And now, so it's really interesting that you brought up the feels and the, and the sensations because, you know, when you're in, you know, any kind of, you know, scene or situation that you're in, you know, you know, the sensual, um, sensory play is important you know and there were a few moments and you do it so beautifully where and, and it, yeah. it just you know and the way it happens is is like she's literally you know making a tie and it goes through the loop and all of a sudden the hand just like swoops across the belly around your side through your body you know but it, it was like one natural pull you know like there was no no hiccup or anything so seamlessly you know and when it happens it's like you do get this very soothing, but that's kind of cool that you're actually testing different scenarios out, you know? I, one other moment that stuck out to me is when you had done that with, when I was completely upside down, you had run your hands kind of from top to bottom, and I was like, oh, wow, that was like, that gave like a swirl, right? That was, that was a very cool sensation, too. That that's was, probably the moment you got dizzy. It, <laughs> might, it's, it's, it might have been, because that, that was like a whole thing that was, because, you know, there's a few things where, you know, again, like I was like really trying to concentrate and be in the moment but I really wanted to see everything that was going on because it was important to see how people around me were reacting you know and and everybody was super intrigued and they were watching you know the entire scene and you know we got a, the pictures came out beautiful oh I'm so glad oh my I god I can't wait them. for Spencer to show you them because he did he snapped them in so many different angles and then with the lighting and everything behind it just they're gorgeous like it they really were and when you see the harness the harness in itself is like decoration. That it's very pretty, but it's very functional. Yes, like it. At first, I can't even believe. Okay, we didn't ask this question. So, how long have you been doing rope work for? I have been tying for uh, going on five years. Now, it were you originally a bottom, and you were in love with that, and then it took you elsewhere. I was a bottom uh, in for rope uh, for a year, and decided to learn how to tie only because I wanted to make sure of what other people were doing to me. Oh, they're tying, you know, a Somerville bowline. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. And then I found a real love for it. I love being in rope mm -hmm. and I really love putting other people in rope. Yeah. Is it a control thing for you? It or? is not a control thing. For yeah. me, I think it's just the beauty of it, yeah. how the person looks. 
I actually could just leave them up there for a half a day if yeah. that were possible. So, yeah, uh, and <laughs> like you know, a decoration. Yeah, I. You know what? When that happens, and I mean, and you're in the different. Like, I, I mean, not that I was in those positions, but I have seen, uh, you know, in my research, you know, the different ways, and especially from a photo shoot standpoint, because, like I said, I never imagined myself doing a suspension thing. I always just imagined myself going into some sort of harness to feel what it was like to be kind of. Uh, confined. I, you know, I wanted to know what that was like and, and what people are thinking. You know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, when I talk to people and I do the morning show and I do the podcast, I'm so not educated in everything. And so for me to be able to, be, you know, experience it, but on every kind of level makes it so important because, and I feel like I, I understand it from a different emotional standpoint and I can kind of relate much more. Mm -hmm. And so, when I kind of got nervous when you had proposed the suspension thing, but I'm like, you know what, if now, if I'm going to do it, you know, we had great length in conversation, so I felt very comfortable with you. I feel very comfortable in the environment that I'm in here at Ladies Wicked Playground. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have my people around me, right. right? You know, so I was like, all right, if there's any point in time that I'm going to give it a whirl, I'm going to do it now. But I did. I, I got nervous because I didn't know what to expect. And... Like I had said, I, I, I do think that maybe I probably would do it one more time, but one more time very personally, not with everybody around, because that will allow me not to have all the distractions and to really go into it and experience it in probably the way that I should, now that I understand what it's like and had gone through and have been able to kind of reflect on it through the morning and everything before we had gotten here. So I want to thank you for even proposing that and oh, even wanting welcome. to do that with me because... You know, I don't generally know how the scenarios come about on how people go into these things, but... Usually somebody sees me tie yeah. and then says, can you tie me? Yeah. However, I wanted to get back about not having distractions. Yes. A, a blindfold is an amazing thing. We talked thing. about that, yes, too. Yes, but you weren't comfortable with yes. it, and that's perfectly okay. Yeah, so guys, and I, I, let's talk about this also, which is really important. So Maddie and I were discussing some of these things, and... Um, I believe you had showed me a photo of, of this, um, the setup that you wanted to put me in and there was a blindfold on the, the person and I was like, oh, you know, are you going to do that? And we had the discussion on whether or not I wanted to have that on and, you know, I opted out of it because yeah. I just wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. Yeah, and that's understandable. But next time I could totally understand why, but I would say if I had the blindfold on, I would have much different boundaries that I did have, you know, I would be much, I wouldn't be as comfortable doing, um, like all the extended, like upside down stuff with the blindfold on for the first time. Right. I know that for sure. So I'm glad also that we kind of did it the way that we would, that I, we did do it because it allows me to understand what my boundaries are and boundaries are so important to everybody that's listening, the communication and the setup and understanding what you're getting yourself into because it can lead to different things and I want to make sure that I also point out the fact that after we were done before the fact during the session and after we were done Maddie made sure she asked me if I was okay how was how was I handling things you know in the in the beginning of it it was like if I'm doing something that's uncomfortable make sure you communicate it you know she was very clear on what you should do from a safety standpoint the checkpoints throughout 
the entire session. And then after we were done, about probably 15 minutes later, she came to me and said, okay, you know, if you're feeling this, that, or the other thing, please make sure you let me know as soon as possible and we'll work through it. So you want to make sure that when you're dealing with people that are going to be putting you in these vulnerable situations, you have somebody that knows what they're doing, they have the safety protocols, and they make you feel comfortable at all times. Because can you talk about some of the things that could go wrong? Um, some of the things that could go wrong is um, uh, the worst would be dropping a bottom, mm -hmm. uh, uh, dropping somebody who's in rope, uh, a rope breaks. Those are like really extreme. Mm -hmm. um, and those are things that I make sure are not going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, uh, a person could just really not like it and need to get down, have a panic attack. Oh yeah, I can um, see that. I've uh, had one person who uh, the the weight of the chest harness just was uncomfortable yeah. for her. And I could see that too because there was a time during a transition where the pressure changes. Right, the pressure and changes. And you can feel it, you know, yes. and almost like if I could imagine what a mammogram would feel like because I've never gotten one before, I almost feel like that would be the moment that I was like, oh, and even my friend said afterwards, she's like, oh, she's like, your boobies got so squashed. She's like, how did you handle that? I'm like, no, I think I felt it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I felt that transition go on. <laughs> so I could see that. Quite a, quite a sturdy yeah, all the top, top one. It was a little, that was a pretty cool top. I, I would have been, I probably shouldn't. It was. It was it's like a quite sturdy. <laughs> yeah. So in any way, I didn't mean to go off on a funny on an important topic, but um, I could see where that would happen because you do have different points where your body feels so different right. and if you're not used to that or right. know what to expect that could take you off guard right and that was what was happening my body was doing so many different things right. and and since I full disclosure I've never even seen anybody go in rope before the only thing that I have ever seen was at uh, it must have been at Miss Lady's birthday party where you were doing a session and you were teaching somebody how to do rope work, but you guys were doing it on each other's legs. Right. I was teaching. Yes. And I mean, that was like a very small, you know, thing compared to what we had done yesterday. And so that was my only... You know, everything else was well, photos. Well, thank you for trusting me. Yeah, everything I really else, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no, everything else was photos. And, and, and a lot of it was because we did spend, I mean, I feel like we talked for a really long time. And then just being in the environment and, you know, your energy and, you know, the way you kind of flow around the playground and everything like that. It's just very comfortable. And so thank you for putting out that aura that makes You're people welcome. feel that way because it's important, you know. it's When I come here, it's really great. And to have the educators share their brains with us and, and even do that is even incredible to share it with so many other people now listening to the podcast is even more amazing. Now, if people wanted to follow you, or like, do you do classes and things? I do do classes here, uh, usually about once a month. Uh, the next one is on November 7th. Okay. Uh, probably, I think it's from 1 to 3 or 1 to 4. Mm. Um, and I will usually try to... Uh, meld it towards whatever the class wants. Yeah. But if they don't and it's a bunch of new people, I'll teach foundational stuff. Mm. Sometimes they just want pretty rope or rope for sex. What now um, what is rope for sex? Because you had mentioned something, you know, similar yesterday and I was like, well what's the difference here? Just positioning, mm. um, making putting the person very vulnerable in the in a position where they can't really get out of it mm. and then doing fun things with them yeah uh, you know like if you hike up their butt 
you know, you have access to all oh, of their gifts. Oh, that makes them real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I need, not to, I need to look to some more photos up and see. Or you could do it like a sex swing. You yeah. could put somebody in 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 that kind of a position in the rope. Yeah. Um, and make it comfortable and use a vibrator or oh, you the know. possibilities are endless, huh? It is. See, it's a lot of fun. I see now. I have to like really think through all these things. Well, so we have. I mean, we've had great discussions. The podcast is coming to an end. Or do you have an account on FetLife or somewhere that you would like to share if anybody has any questions? Sure. Or I'm just timey because when I made it, I was just a bottom. Uh-huh. But it's J U S T T I E M E. Uh, just timey on FetLife and 57 Shades of Badass on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh my God, Maddie, thank you so much for joining. Thank and I, you. you know, the next time we come back to ladies, I hope that we could do another podcast Absolutely. because, you know, hopefully the journey continues and we can kind of get into different kind of conversation Absolutely. at that time. So everybody, please make sure that you go follow Maddie on FetLife and Instagram. I'll be sure to put all of the tags with it when we promote the podcast as well. But also make sure you register for Mindbender Parties at www.mindbenderparties.com so you can track all of the amazing fun that we've been having lately. Until then, guys, I'll talk to you so soon.